This podcast features adults using adult language. You have been warned. Previously on Acquisitions Incorporated, when we last saw our party, they had infiltrated the prison of Rebel's End, which the sinister Drawn Enterprises had converted into a full-blown blood clone factory. Atop the highest spire, they were about to confront weaponized clones of themselves, as well as some sort of cyborg dragon. When suddenly, the snow itself, the flurries drifting down, seemed to slow. Slowing a lot. It stopped. Time crawls to a halt. Our heroes investigate the time stop using cutting-edge deductive techniques. I can't believe I get to say this. The urine <laughs> begins to melt the snow. It's a sense of rejection of even your urine. <laughs> And it reforms itself, and your urine bizarrely skates off. Goodbye, urine. A pair of Modrons, Stack, and Elsif arrive on behalf of the Bureau of Interplanar Affairs. authorized by uh, Tri-Drone to allow your corporeal bodies access to Modron surrogate time. What? It's a time-style causality management system, which has useful similarities to, but is wholly distinct from linear time. What? CPT. Yeah. No, don't act like you know about this. Oh? So you're in charge? Oh, oh heavens no. I'm here for cheese. Okay. And Lathander. The god of destruction. Pray, no, honey, no. no. New, new, god. After a briefing on the collapse of the workings of time, the party travels to Mechanus to witness a convoluted bureaucratic nightmare. This is what's become of us. Time doesn't work. The gears don't turn. We have to simulate it. It's all the Modrons do anymore. The way we keep track of things is with these. A nightmare that Omen and Certainty are excited to exploit. Certainty, we have to hope that it is a simple problem. And the reason that they can't solve it is because they're Modrons. This is way above our pay grade. And I set the grade. Wait, are we supposed to be getting paid? Yeah. Some of us, Talk at some time. Oh, no. Well, right now, time has stopped, so ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Yeah, you can't bill these hours. <laughs> Everyone will have to make do with simulations of their powers and deities, including the orthodox Lathandrian Evelyn and reformist hopeful Bobby. I want to perform ceremonies. As Bobby is so devoted to your service, I would like you to perform a dedication. Yes, yes. Ceremony, begin. <laughs> Name Bobby Zimmerowski. I love you. Yes. Lathander, <laughs> Bobby, ceremony completed. Thank you. After following a trail of clues, the party makes it to Little Worm Gear, a red light district with a reputation for organized crime. There, they discover a counterfeit time card operation in full swing, all according to the plans of a misbegotten monodrone kingpin. I'm gonna leap over the desk, pull two more daggers out of my thing, put them up to the neck of this monodrone and say, if anybody moves, I swear to God, I will chop this little fuck's head off. You swear to Lathander? Not now! <laughs> With the flow of time restored, and Omen's plans to corner a new market on hold. The party is whisked back to the top of Revel's End as time resumes its familiar pace of one second per second. To recap, 
Icewind Dale, our heroes face their undoing, surrounded by their own clones, and a tower once drenched in Bobby's urine may now run red with blood. This is Acquisitions Incorporated. I'm Jeremy Crawford, and I am delighted to welcome you to Acquisitions Incorporated. Tonight, I will be playing two roles. One, my normal role as Dungeon Master, and the other as Artificer Extraordinaire Vi. I have a piece of paper down here with a secret message. Aha! I have received the secret code. And the code tells me that joining me first on stage this evening is our very own Jerry Holkins coming to play Omen Drawn. Next we have, returning to our stage, Holly Conrad as Strix, everyone's favorite crash witch. Strix is joined by her friend, Evelyn Marthane, played by Anna Prosser. Also returning tonight, Jasmine Boulard as Certainty Drawn. And last, but never least, we have got here tonight, WWE superstar Xavier Woods as Bobby Zimaruski. excited to praise our Lord Luther Vandross. Lathander, honey. Lathander. 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 No, no, it's, it's Luther, sure. Only for one night. <laughs> Are you ready for some Dungeons and Dragons? I am. Yes. Very much so. There is a strange hiccup in your mind. For a moment, you're thinking about time and gears 
and cube-like modrons and other geometric shapes, but then it passes away from your consciousness like a wisp, replaced by the howling bitter wind of Revel's End, the prison you feel like you've been at for years and years, <laughs> for episode after episode. And here we return to the place where you returned from the Feywild, where you were in a strange phantasmagoria sent there by the evil sorcerer Kellek, who fired this ballista upon you, sending you into a fever dream all powered by a unicorn spirit whom you defriended, especially you, Evelyn. Special defriended. Yes. The unicorn you named Diamond. And you can see now her spirit in anguish as it hovers over this ballista that was fired upon you. You, who will also now have miniatures up above. First, we have our friend Bobby. Yay! All right. Get him up there. And then we have this glorious oh, Evelyn. Lovely. These look good. <laughs> they look fantastic. Omen oh, yeah. also <laughs> takes his spot. I know him. License rights, like likeness. <laughs> Royalties. Yeah. Certainty. Over here by her dad. <laughs> pop pop. And last but not least, a very specially painted miniature for Strix. <laughs> Jim Dark Magic. Jim Dark Magic. <laughs> I, I'm done, guys. <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> cool. That's great. I'm real mad. <laughs> if I didn't have the contacts on, I would have been mad faster. <laughs> I can only see this far. <laughs> we also have a miniature of myself Ooh. by right here. Who you will recall is manacled to the crashed Cosmohopper, which is behind this central structure here on the top of the prison. Mm -hmm. But let's not forget the most stunning addition to the scene, which joined us at the end of the episode before the strange time continuity venture. Vending machine. <laughs> Full of powerful potions, one copper apiece. As you, as you dream of that, <laughs> and hope dearly that that is what is about to rise up from behind the tower, no, instead Ow. it is the Mecha Dragon. This is the opposite. The Mecha Dragon that is being ridden by the swole, totally jacked, <laughs> Clone Jim. <laughs> and this mecha dragon now looms here high over the Cosmo Hopper, little old me. Mm -hmm. And then, in addition to the rascally Kellic who has harnessed the power of the unicorn, we have over here. A clone of your friend Morgane, mm. her deadly bow trained upon you. And right in front of you, Bobby, is 
the clone of yourself. And how you can tell the difference, because as you stand there, it is like looking in a mirror, except his mohawk is blue. <laughs> it's like the shiny version of you. <gasps> no! How dare you? More rare. It's like a skin. Probably cost money, it was probably a microtransaction. We should collect that. Can I do that too? Can we? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Cheese, please. Now, for where you're standing, Vi looks unconscious. Like this. <laughs> but Kellick is very conscious, and he gazes down upon all of you, then looks up at the sky for a moment. What the hell was that blip? There was a strange shimmer. No matter. <laughs> I shall return to monologuing. <laughs> Soon this device, once I fire it, and once this test is complete, we will be able to mind control all of the clones manufactured here in this facility all across Faerun. And then Drawn Enterprises will rule more than the city of Waterdeep. But in its union with the League of Benevolence, it shall rule the entire world. Wow. No, I don't think so. You may now respond. <laughs> I just had a question about time blips and whether they might refill all of our spell slots. <laughs> Since, you know, spell slots weren't used during that time. Now, are you asking Kellick? No, I'm asking you... Jeremy Crawford, <laughs> the lead rules designer of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so you do find that after the time blip, it is as if you had a long rest. Yes! Yes! Now we're talking. That's it. Excellent. Thank you. Strix, you also notice while you're up here that Mintacoin, your <gasps> little robotic friend who you found in a Yuletide dream, is cowering over here among these freights and it in anxiety because of the Mecha Dragon, you see it squat and there's just a ding as a coin <laughs> drops on the floor. About the coin, I don't know what that is. I just go up to him and I'm like, You are right, little buddy. <laughs> make it stop, make it stop. Oh, don't worry, we'll blow him up. It's fine. I have a lot <laughs> of fireballs. <laughs> I kick the coin away. What's happening? Kellick says. His long white beard, his bald head, which you've seen in wanted posters throughout the Sword Coast before you were imprisoned months, nay, years ago. Um, I'm going to go rescue the unicorn. Anyone? Not... I'm coming with you. Okay, great. Yeah. Evelyn uh, takes off. Dragon, stop them. Everyone roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> also, Mintacoin can talk now. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and Strix, Whoa. this is the first time Whoa. you have heard Mintacoin utter a word. It is. Weird. Don't like that. Sentient? Who knows? Perhaps a result of the time blip. Ooh. Bobby. Uh, 18. Nice. Evelyn. Four. <laughs> Strix. I got a nat 20. Woo 
Woo! We like this. We need this bad. Omen. What? <laughs> did, did you need something, Jim? Your initiative, please. Oh. Um, I, I rolled a six, but I have a negative one initiative, so it's five. <laughs> need some tiger bomb. You don't move yeah. like you used to. No, exactly. I have some. It's made gotta, out of real tigers. I got to rub it deep into the joints. And certainty. 24. Woof. See, this is what we like. I use the tiger bomb. I'm telling you. Exactly. Try it. <laughs> Nourished. Certainty, what do you do? Um, I've always wanted to do this. I literally took this cantrip just to do this. I cast Green Flame Blade. Aww. Green Flame! Yeah! <laughs> this is the brain. Dude, a single tear falls from my father's eye. I clench my fist in celebration. Oh yeah, you're, you oh, can't that's cry right. anymore. I try. Yeah. yeah. You can't cry. I blink and blink and blink. I and, love uh, you guys. And I, I let everybody know I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying right now, I still can. I can and feel it. Yeah. You will see as Omen attempts to try, to cry rather, yeah. you recall that he gave up the ability to cry when he was in the Feywild. And instead, around his eyes, he just gets very, very puffy. <laughs> I need another different balm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a good deal. Look at the look no. at the thing I look got. Look at the whole thing. Look it's at so, yeah. Look at so all the great things that have happened for you as a direct result of yeah. my sacrifice. Yes. Who needs tears anyway? We can describe it at length later after we deal with the dragon. You're right. I saunter over. I use my movement to saunter over to the dragon after having cast Green Flame Blade. <laughs> no. And are you going to swipe that blade at the dragon? Uh, yeah. I would love to. Please do. Just, just engage in melee with the... It's not even all dragons. Some of it is a robot. So this, <laughs> this, this dragon, in mighty air quotes, yeah. has some parts the scales of a dragon, other parts ice, and yet other parts are metallic. Oh, boy. Yeah. That sounds that's like a, a crock of shit. That's a 17. You hit its armor class exactly. Oh, Amazing. Okay, so in that case, this is where it gets a little complicated. Uh, so uh, how, how, how good are we? How excited am I going to be when all these dice get done? Three. That's seven. You like that? Uh, yeah. So ten damage to okay. the dragon, and then the additional hit I would like to go to the evil clone of my wonderful Uncle Jim, because that's an abomination. <laughs> Very good. And Jim... And that's an 11. ...screams out, but it doesn't sound like Jim. It just goes... Uh, we're, we're both, like, nauseated, I assume, by... What is that, the Wish version? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that great value? This is Jim Dirk magic. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, if you brought that dude around the house, no. I would have I no. tried to seek emancipation. That's not mentor it, tier. Ugh, ugh, I like ugh. that one better. Can we keep that one? No. No. We can't do it. It's easier to argue with. I hate this one, and it needs to die. In response to the sound that... The clone made the mecha dragon then roars with the, this mix 
of a dragon roar, the screech of metal and machinery, and also the sound of an ice maker crushing ice. And, and Skrillex bang a ring. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Strix. Um, all right, so I have a bad idea. Let's do it. <laughs> I, you got the cosine, so. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna use my quicken spell Ooh. to cast gaseous form on myself. And I'm gonna use my movement to try and enter wherever I see a crack in the metallic plates of the <gasps> dragon. Yes! This is, the, this is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> is what it is, that kicks ass. All right, so what again are you turning? <laughs> oh. So I have Quicken Spell. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna use my sorcery points to do my meta magic. So I'm gonna do Quicken Spell and cast Gaseous Form. Oh, got it. That, then was, I'm... that was what I didn't hear oh, with yeah. my new gnomish ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I can't see. Both of us were a person. Advanced age. <laughs> and so Strix suddenly discorporates into a mist. And as you approach the dragon, you see that this conglomeration of metal, scales, and ice, it doesn't all fit neatly together. <laughs> I guess we can do some work. <laughs> and so you, you are able to waft in there as a mist, and inside, it is suddenly this riot of machinery, you also, though, see amidst the machinery what look like organic intestines wrapping around. Uh, and then there is a glass container that is indeed, true to the sound you heard, collecting ice cubes. <laughs> wow. Refreshing. Is there some place inside you would like to head? You can see that these pulsing intestine-like organs go upward, and the other direction, you see there is a chute connected to the ice maker. <laughs> All right, so where can I discorporate with like the most space that I won't get crushed? Right here, you would be squished okay. between all of this, but it looks like there is definitely more room to explore if you head toward the chest area. Okay, I'm gonna go that way. All right, so as you, as you waft and wend your way through the innards of this creature, you then do get to a larger open area inside its rib cage. Here, you see that those intestines bizarrely are connected to a heart. Okay, gross. And the heart is encased in a crystalline structure, and then there are various water pipes that head down to the ice maker. It's like a okay. bong. Or something. <laughs> it's some kind of like okay. magic bong. Interesting okay. you see. And that, that, your journey in inner space, we will pause here yes. and resume on your next turn. Ew. Bobby, what do you do? In front of you is not only this dragon, being ridden by Clone Jim, but also in front of you is you. Oh. And then yeah. up here, I'm the sorcerer Kellogg. Yeah. But also, baby girl, if 
nearby. Is she within my eyesight? She is. You see her uh, right near certainty, with certainty brandishing her green flame blade. And also, another crucial detail, especially for you to ponder, Evelyn, is you will recall that when you were in the Feywild, the unicorn spirit communicated to you that her spirit is trapped inside the amethyst that is on the top of the ballista. So, Bobby, what do you do? I feel like in my mess kit I have cheese. <laughs> you actually have the ever-replenishing yes, cheese the bag. Oh, ice bag that I, as Vi, gave you. So, there's a couple of things. I want to make sure Vi is okay, but I feel like I can throw clone Bobby off the trail by throwing some cheese on the ground. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> would that be a, a bonus action to reach into my satchel and drop some cheese? I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> I would like to drop cheese to uh, hopefully distract it clone Bobby. It sounds like a euphemism. I mean, <laughs> right, it sounds like you're not dropping cheese. We used to drop cheese, we used to drop cheese <laughs> in the <laughs> 80s all the time. Back in the day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the corner. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Just peddling all the. I got the gouda. Uh, <laughs> so I drop some cheese uh, in hopes that he takes the bait, and I want to say sorry, Evelyn. I know we're going for the unicorn, but I got to check on Vi first. Understandable. And I, I would like to go and check on Vi and see how she's doing with my. So as you as you dash by the clone of yourself, who could take an opportunity attack, mm -hmm. instead. You see his eyes widened, and he goes, is that Manchego? <laughs> and he doesn't take his opportunity attack. <laughs> nice. All right, what's, what's next, right? Um, yeah, then I'm, then I'm at Vi. Is there anything that I can uh, perceive around her to... Help so, situation. So she is breathing when you, when you come up, and you see that the manacles on her that are currently binding her to the Cosmohopper have these purple runes on them that are glowing. And now that you're up close, you can see that the purple light of these runes is being echoed underneath her eyelids. You can uh. see that the purple light is sort of pulsing under her eyelids in sync with the pulsing runes. Are they, are the runes close to her hands or are they next to her hands? They, they are not only on the manacles around her wrists, but the runes are also on the chain that connects the manacles oh, to okay. the Cosmohopper. Okay, I would like to use my Morningstar to attack the chain. Nice. This is it. Ooh, no, no, can't do that, okay. <laughs> 19. Ooh, that's a good number. That's high. That's a good number. It's very high. You're not gonna need to add anything to that 19. You definitely hit. So let's find out how much damage you deal. Here we go, eight. One plus five, though. Hey, you're right. Six. <laughs> and is your axe magical? I, sorry, your morning star. I feel like I put some magic stuff on it. Just a little, a little uh, oil. 
Yeah. There's oil. There's oil, right? Yeah, there's... Um... Hold on. Audience participation. Is my morning star magical, guys? Yes. I got good news. I get hit in the head for a living. I forget a lot. It, you... In your heart, you heard a mix of yes and no, but the yes was more powerful. And you're not sure if it's your devotion to Lathander or Larry, or if it's a little bit of the leaf from your buddy Elm still in the system, mm -hmm. or Maybe it's a little bit of that old Viari spirit still in you. It's the love. It's the love. It's Whatever it is, if <laughs> you come... That's my, my, incredible. <laughs> huh? Is there a camera that can see this? It's the love for the Thander is pumping through my veins. It's a beautiful thing. Can men do this? It's a very beautiful thing. The, the dungeon master has taken psychic damage. <laughs> Fair. Because of all of these factors. <laughs> and more. And, and the power of cheese and your connection with Vi, your, your morning star flares. <gasps> And you smash the chain. It breaks apart. The purple light immediately stops. And Vi, her eyes open up. Vi, you're awake. Are, are, are you okay? Oh, darling. <laughs> I was having a terrible nightmare. But now it is followed by the best dream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Heat. Yeah. She quickly scans around the roof. Yeah, we're it. we're in it right now. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's time to fuck them up. Let's go. <laughs> and she she pulls out her pistol. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. We need. We need artificer shit, is what we need. Next up, the dragon. No, uh -oh. boy. Strix, inside the dragon. Not a sentence I was planning on saying tonight. <laughs> All of the organs and machinery, they suddenly drop in the chest cavity downward toward the bowels of the dragon, and then suddenly everything lurches up. And if you were not a mist, you would have been smashed to death in this movement. But what this movement does is you remember that container filled with ice cubes? Yeah. You see them now shooting the other direction as the dragon opens its maw and a gigantic cone of ice cubes launches out ice. of its maw toward all of you on the roof, including the bobby clown. So I need all of you as this giant wave of ice cubes comes at you to make a constitution saving throw. I 
I oh, got it. How are we doing I here? Got, I got a nat 20, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so constitutional. I'm so Bobby. That's my girl. That's a nat 20. Woo! Hey! We, we got two. Melanin connection! <laughs> except, except, except on the Ack Inc. dice, the Ack Inc. symbol's a one. I got a, I got a nat 20. No, no, no. What? Not on this one. <laughs> I don't know what this means anymore. Did we I know the ones on the other side. Put the Whoa, this is the is okay. Is this one? We, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to keep them guessing. Okay, okay, good. That's a one. This is what I got. My bad. So, AI two, being a one would be so bad for our brand. Two yeah. I, yeah. So, Evelyn, what did you get? Oh, I forgot in all of that. I think it was a 17. Nice. Strix. <laughs> oh, I didn't know I had to do it too. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you don't have to. You're inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the call is I'm coming just saving from inside it because the dragon. I, I think it will be fun for us all to see together. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to roll this in there and then just add two to it in your, you know, with the math, and then we'll, you know, we'll see how it goes. So that's a nine. Um, <laughs> that's lower um, than a twenty, but it's close. I mean, it's it's. It's a, it's a dirty 20. <laughs> a very dirty 20. Yeah. It's a filthy 20. Mm -hmm. What do we think? So, everyone succeeded, except for Oma. <laughs> Man, I had a good feeling. And so all of you dodge, weave as these ice cubes fire around you, even the Bobby clone as distracted as he is by the Manchego, manages to dodge out of the way but Omen, yes. just one of these ice cubes hits you, and you realize, with a sinking feeling, this isn't just an ice cube. What? And as it hits your forehead, at first it's like, oh, it goes kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, it begins to burn the way high, very high cold can. You take 35 cold oh. damage. And then... It and then your mom dies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find that out in the next episode. Yeah, I guess. Oh, my God. The ice cube begins... To others, it looks like it's beginning to melt down his forehead. But instead, almost like liquid mercury... It begins running over you, and you can feel yourself becoming rigid. Uh -oh. You are restrained, but you feel like this is progressing uh -oh. and might go way beyond restrained. <laughs> okay. Uh, let, me, let me know when I can do something. <laughs> I'll engage with the systems. <laughs> I now have you exactly where I want you, Kellick says. That's perverted. What a tool. <laughs> yeah, right? What a D-bag. The League of Malevolence. Once the dragon's work is complete, we'll have to add to our clone library ice statues of each of you. We will use you to strike terror into all the nations that will not bow before us. I think this is a sex thing. <laughs> like, I don't think, I think that's what it is. Don't cover your ears. 
<laughs> this is a sex thing. You didn't cover your ears. <laughs> You're a pervert. <laughs> Khaled just looks at you for a moment. Yeah, a, a hurt dog hollers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just dropping cheese everywhere. It's a, over hit, here. a hit dog, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> Be that as it may. <laughs> Certainly, you got to do something about this. I don't want to be a part of this weird little ice sex menagerie. He told me to cover my ears. Well, yeah, you didn't, and that's to your credit, daughter. But I got I got you. Need to do something about this. I don't. He's gonna get up to some shit. Are you gonna be like a real doll or something? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, but cold. Who she would buy it? But cold. We have our target demographic what? No, right I, here. What? No, I don't know what that is. I can hear this. But cold. Who wants an ice oh cold real doll? Evelyn. <laughs> I mean, on a hot day. I don't have time. I have to rest. What a hot day. day, Evelyn. I'm in the dragon. It's I can't hear anything. It's cold right now, and I'll just. <laughs> la 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 la. I'll just, just give it. I'm just slipping in the snow right now. Fifty bucks. I'll let you. Have him instead of that in the dragon the tower. In the dragon. La la la. <laughs> la 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 la. Kellick snaps his fingers, and almost like snapping a coin out of his out of his hand, this little greenish disc hurls down toward you. Wow. And explodes into a giant orb of green flame. Ow. On all of you gathered here. So that is everyone but Certainty, Strix, and Bobby. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as green flame explodes around you. <laughs> yeah, but what if I can't do that? You know, like, here, let's try it. Uh, negative one. 17. <laughs> I, I am afraid, because of this liquid coming down upon you. <laughs> Do you hear this shit? <laughs> that you have disadvantage. Disadvantage, hey, disadvantage, I don't give a shit. Watch this, my first one was so good. This next one's gonna be even better. I'm never gonna die. Hang on, hang on. Uh, I have a negative one dex. <laughs> so that is a zero. Do say. It's okay, Omen. You're trying your best. <laughs> so you take now 35 fire damage. Okay. I've seen fire and I've seen ice, I guess. Yeah. Best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh. How, now I feel great, right? How does that Unfortunately, oh. it's magic ice. It's magic oh. ice. <laughs> sure. Did Here your face melt off? Evelyn, what's your dexterity saving throw? I rolled a an eight. Hey. Eight. You what? also take 35 fire damage. But Y'all going through it over there. That's fine. For, I can brush that off. It's fine. <laughs> 
30 fire, huh? And the rest of you are out of the way. Oh, but not the clone Bobby. The poor clone Bobby. He succeeds. So he takes half that damage. (laughs) He's like ducking down to eat the cheese and it goes right over his head. (laughs) It gets nice and melty. I know. Fondue. Mmm, cheese. Omen, it's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) To do what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) To to pick out an affordable coffin? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. All right. Um, I have to do whatever they do in sports when they only have, like, it's a desperate situation and they have to do, like, a sport thing. Like, they have to throw it or catch it. (laughs) Whatever they do. It's not any of those. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Timor has done so well for me so far. Um, what I am going to do, I feel, like the, I feel like the X factor in the whole group, not like the show, I feel like the thing that I can do that might sort of turn this around is... Like, and again, I'm also like slightly addled by the fire and also the magic ice, right? But I see that unicorn up inside the amethyst prison. And I think that if it got out, it would be really mad at these guys. And that's all I'm thinking about. Like, I can't hear anything. All I can hear is like a harp (laughs) or like a wind chime or something. And I'm gonna reach up with my left hand, with my right hand, I clutch my symbol of Timora, and I'm going to cast the spell magic on the Amethyst Ooh. Cannon. Nice for the theme. I'm just going to see, because I, I, I mean, I want to be very clear. I, I, my suspicion is that you can't see my character sheet, so let me give you, um, let me give you a fucking update. <laughs> it's, um, I have three hit points. Um, that's low. I. It's, that's a number, apparently. And it's, it's bad. So, yes, I'm, gonna, I'm going to uh, crank it. And in fact, I can cast it at an even higher level than the spell. So I'm going to use one of my fifth level spell slots to put a little extra English uh, on, the, on the dispel magic. As you pour as much magic as you can. I think I can't like stay standing for the whole part of it. <laughs> right? I think it's already starting to get constrained. Oh, you are, as you cast the spell, feeling this mercury-like ice running over more and more of your form. Give me a spellcasting ability check. This is for wisdom. Okay. So... And add your proficiency bonus. I was just going to say, I'm not even sure I've ever even done this check in the new one. I mean, I have... I have Passive wisdom insight. I, mean, I honestly don't even know which of these numbers. I'm, is this on the saving throw thing? So like, the, the number heck? next, the, the bonus next to your wisdom. Oh, 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 okay. Yes, four. All right, yeah, exactly. Oh, proficiency bonus. <laughs> on my character sheet. I see it now. All right. I just got nervous. I just got nervous because of the three HP. Um, here we go. This dice, so whatever number this is, it's just for everybody you can play along at home. Um, just add four to it. Eighteen. Eighteen. See, if you know, you know. Your divine magic arcs from your form up to the amethyst, 
There is a glimmer of light around it. Yeah, for sure. The light then subsides, and a split second later, there is the loud sound as of grass, glass cracking, and the amethyst explodes. Squeak! Oh yeah. As it does so, it explodes in Kellick's face. Nice. I want you to roll 4d6 to see how much damage he takes I will. from the amethyst exploding in his face. I will do exactly that. 4d6 exploding face amethyst damage. Coming up. Oh, it has to be in here. Doesn't count. Wasn't in the tray. <laughs> yeah. Five. We like, we like this one. What else you got? One. That sucks shit. Um, <laughs> that's six. That's another one. Seven. Stomach. <laughs> Two. You need a new one? Nine. <laughs> you. It's not very poggers. He still. It's not. He still flinches away as it explodes. And that's, then. Okay, no, he, that's, gotta, that's a lot of ones. That's gotta go. Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got, I got distracted. Hello. <laughs> In addition to the amethyst shards, Riddling his face, there is now a blooming light around the ballista. Yay! Yes. And you can see, taking form, it isn't just a horse. It's You're so much more. seeing that this is not the size of a regular unicorn. <gasps> this is a huge <gasps> unicorn. A megacorn? <gasps> The megacorn is yes. so big. <laughs> it's canon now. Yes. That as she takes form, her, her coat, a beautiful violet, her mane, this shimmering pink, a rainbow cutie mark on her flank. Oh, shit. He did it. <laughs> As she fills the top of this battlement, Kellick is just about to be hurled off. Hooray! I'm going to also give you the satisfaction to make his dexterity saving throw. <laughs> all right, now it's, now it's all coming up, Omen. Here we go. Dexterity saving throw. Oh, God, this is going to be great, isn't it? Here. Eight, that's not so good. He fails because he has plus zero to his deck. Uh, hooray! And you hear his voice going, oh, fuck me! <laughs> As he falls out of sight. <sighs> All right. This light, Omen, that you have unleashed around the unicorn whom Evelyn called Diamond the light starts emanating out further and further in this large globe, and as it hits each of the clones, they immediately fall over inert. Bobby, no! <laughs> and Jim clone, with nary a peep, falls head first off the Ooh. mecha dragon, and there is a sound <laughs> as he lands on the cold stone floor 
of the tower top. May Lathander bless their souls, <laughs> if they have any. <laughs> We're not sure. <laughs> now. Yeah, falling off of mechanical dragon challenge, impossible. Omen, after that mighty turn, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh. All right, well, listen, it's fine. I got plus two. How about 20? Is that going to fucking do anything for you? Something like this? Feeling a tingle along your skin as this globe of light washes over you. Exfoliation. You feel empowered as you shake off the ice that was seeping all over you, and it shatters off of you, and you are free. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. It turned out okay. Evelyn. The dragon is still trying to ice us, right? Yes. Everyone else appears to be incapacitated by the freedom of the unicorn, but the mecha dragon seems a-okay. So Evelyn's like looking with hearts in her eyes at the unicorn and then looks at Omen, hearts at the unicorn, at Omen, and she runs to Omen and she like cradles his face and she said, there, there, pats his cheek and she'll lay on hands for like 30 hit points. Lathander, <laughs> bless you. Just Lathander? Well... <laughs> Evelyn blushes. That's the end of her turn. <laughs> At this point, I cover my ears. <laughs> Certainty. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Um, okay. All right, all right. I'm going to... 30 hit points was okay, I guess. So I guess he's, I guess he's good. I don't want to look at that right now. So I'm going to action surge and hit the dragon four times. Show off. Nice. I mean, what? <laughs> I went to school. Does so, Lathander help you I went to that? a private school. My daddy has lots of money. I wore oh. a uniform. Rather be a rich kid than a gold digger. <laughs> um, 16. Wow. Wow. Was That's that 16 to hit? Uh, yeah, 16 to hit. You just missed with Clearly the didn't have square pepperonis on her pizza. <laughs> 23. That's a hit. So, one. I'm assuming that does not hit. And then, uh, what's that, 25? Definitely a hit. So two of your sword strikes land. Okay, so that's a 10, and then a nine. Very nice. These are good numbers. <clears throat> the dragon roars in pain and Strix inside the dragon. Please don't hit me. <laughs> you. You, you do see one of these sword strikes slice inside with a little bit of the green flame, green flame. playing along the blade. <laughs> what do you do? It's your turn. Um, all right. I have a very important question. I've been yeah. thinking about this. So this heart, this is not a creature. This heart, is it a creature or an object? Ooh. Hey. Ooh. It's an object. Yeah. Uh -oh. Perfect. <laughs> I would love to animate this. <gasps> what? That's so smart. Yep. That is so gross. 
So what I'm going to do is I'm going to de, I'm going to corporealize, make sure it's in between these breath weapons. And as I do, I am going to animate that object and uh, have it rip out. Well, first, it's going to, it's like got tentacles on it that are like the intestines. <gasps> so I want those to be arms, and I want it to just pry itself out of the chest. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. This is amazing. Metal. Yes. But you know, it's reminiscent of Jim and the tower. It's very... It, not that you, oh. you know, not to compare you to it's, Jim. That, this was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Similar ideas, they're good. Yours yeah. is cooler. I'll Thank you. Honest. Thank you. I'll let him know that he inspired you. You can't. I'm in the dragon. <laughs> Strix, what you are doing is so mighty and so gloriously dreadful. You can almost hear a soundtrack as you harness your witchcraft, as your magic takes hold of the dragon's heart, the intestines tear out of the lower portion <laughs> of the dragon. Bobby and Certainty and Vi, you notice something happening because suddenly there is a large dump of ice cubes pouring out the other side of the dragon. Do you ride it out? Yeah. And yeah, why not? Sure. And then, <laughs> Strix, please, using uh, the information you have in your spell for how much damage your animated object can do, please roll how much damage it does on the inside as it tries to crawl its way out. All right. Oh, this is so wow. freaking cool. What size is a Dungeons and Dragons player? Would you say yeah. it's medium? The heart? Yeah. Large or huge? Uh, let's say it's medium. Okay. All right. So if it's medium, it's uh, 2d6 plus 1 plus 5 to hit. All right. <laughs> All right. So it's 2d6 plus 1. So this is... Oh, spinny. Oh, 6, 7, 8, 9. So... 10. Now roll it again because the heart attacking its own body is going to be an automatic critical hit. Ah. <laughs> but it's basically like pounding against the skin of this thing yeah. from the inside. Let me out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's nine. All right, so for a total of 19. Yes. Ooh, is it clutching his arm? Like. <laughs> I'm just imagining this is like a bad case of food poisoning. Yeah. 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 And so, as ice cubes are dumping out the backside... Like off the cliff face, right? Yes. <laughs> and you actually hear some screams down below. Yeah. <laughs> there is a rise on the chest, for those oh. of you on the outside. Then another. And then the chest explodes open and crawling out with intestines as arms, with, with Strix emerging behind it is the dragon's heart, as the dragon then teeters backward and falls. Incredible. Just so, next level. Incredible. Important question, though. Yeah. Can I make eye contact with Minta Coin? Right. And I'm like, you okay, buddy? 
<laughs> uh. <laughs> On top of this like meatball <laughs> with these writhing tentacles. <laughs> Are you okay, mommy? <laughs> oh no, I'm not that. <laughs> uh, no, you're I'm horrified. Your... <laughs> I'm like, oh, I like contemplate fireball. I'm like, um, we'll work on that. Glad you're safe. <laughs> and I will uh, cut my concentration to this spell and let the heart just. <gasps> the heart, the intestines, and all just splatters over the top of the tower. And right as it does, you see, rising up in the distance, oh, Kellogg, yep. flying, going in the other direction, and you can hear his voice carried on the wintry wind. Mm -hmm. You haven't seen the last of me, you meddlesome kids. <laughs> I'm like 80, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> You are out of initiative order, and there is a shimmer at the top of this tower, and this megacorn suddenly vanishes and then appears next to you, Nicola. Hi. I missed you. Hi. I, I, hi. She nuzzles you. Horse girl IRL. <laughs> you not only gave me hope inside my imprisonment, but you and your companions. And now she looks with her eyes that have inside them glimmering starlight. But you have freed me. And because of that, I will be able to bring hope to many others. <gasps> You may pet me. <gasps> Evelyn just throws her arms around her neck and then pets the neck, nuzzles into her mane, and doesn't stop. Can you, Ever. Can you get me one of those hairs? Yep. I just, want, I just want one hair. Evelyn doesn't hear you. I just want. Are you going to try to do it stealthily, Strix? No, I feel like this thing's really big. <laughs> I wanted Evelyn to do it because it likes her. Yeah, the only thing I can, the only way I can reach the neck is because I'm flying, probably. I might ask. Yeah, like, yeah, the little feet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did, you know, we did, we did save. Can I just have like one of your hairs? I'm not in the Of course, my child. Okay, that's. Now you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only like it if it's weird. Yeah, yeah this is a little weird. I asked her for one hair. She gave me three. Out. <laughs> yeah. You know, I will take it. I will take it. If, if I were to give you a boon of three, you would be cursed. Oh. Two is the number. <laughs> the number is two. <laughs> no more hairs done whole than two. Uh, 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 yeah, I just want one. One is also a curse. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll take the other one. It's no, okay. I don't know. Don't stop talking yeah. that the unicorn. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. What if instead I'm... of taking your hair, you just hung out with us for a while? That's fine. 
Uh, now hold on, Evelyn, a megacorn's a big responsibility. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feed it and walk it. Mega poops, too. No, oh, yeah. yeah. And they're not magical. Mm-mm. I mean, we could really use someone like you around. I could use someone like you around. It is a wonderful idea, but I have work to return to in the Feywild. Are you a servant of Lathander? Does he call you to his service? Have you heard of the Morning Lord? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, best part of waking up. As they say. I have my child. He sometimes comes to my glade, and as the rosy fingers of dawn caress the grasses of our meadow, Lathander sometimes lays his head upon my flank. She knows Lionel! Lathander! Lathander! No, no, here, repeat after me. La, like fa la la. La, fa la la. Sam, like thank you, ma'am. Fan, thank you, ma'am. Dur, like during the night, the darkness surrounds us, but the morning Lord shines down and frees us from the prison of the night, and therefore we may trust in him always. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that enthusiasm is probably important to him. Enthusiasm? Yeah. I have lots of that. Yeah. And which, which part is your flank? Oh, it's right there. Back there. Can he lay his head there? That's what I'm saying. Okay. He is very gentle and kind. I hate this. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I don't want to think about Lysander on anyone's flank. Yeah. Could I come to your glade sometime? Yes, my child. <gasps> you don't want to go there. How will I know how to get there? If you and your friends can return me to the Feywild, there I will whisper to you the way. Well, I'd love to return you to the Feywild. How do we do that? At this, Vi, who never got to fire her gun, (laughs) is over at the Cosmo Hopper, sort of jumping hard down on a pedal. And right as she does, there is sort of the sound of the engine starting back up. And she looks at you and she says, well, honey, we've got ourselves a vehicle right here that can take her back. All right, are we all going back to the Feywild? That's a bad place. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now remember, children, Unlike in the strange illusion, we are going to the real Feywild, not the dream of it. It is both more beautiful, the real one, and also more dangerous. I just feel like we've kind of already been on all the rides. Yeah. So like if we went during like Halloween or something, (laughs) then they would rotate it around, but we already kind of fast passed it. See, to some people it's all about the rides, to others it's all about the magic. I would just go back on Halloween now, every time. Time, I, this is, you know. time passes differently in the realm of the Fae. If I understand in this horrible wintry place what season it is here in the material plane, it might indeed be autumn in the Feywild. <gasps> I love fall. 
Oh, speaking of this place, should we blow this up before we leave? Yeah. Destruction? That is a good point, child. <laughs> the unicorn now looks very serious. Uh-oh. Remember, they were intending to use my power to control the clones all over the world that they have already spread throughout the Sword Coast and beyond. By freeing me, you have robbed them of their ability to control those clones. You also destroyed the blood library below, making it so that no more clones can be manufactured here. Yep. Okay, all right. We this all sounds good. destroyed all of them. Mm -hmm. But Kellick, mm. that insufferable prick, <laughs> monologued endlessly next to my ballista. Oh, I can only imagine. And he made it quite clear that this is not their only clone-making facility. Mm. Yeah. The other, he said is located in a place called something like the home office. What? Uh-oh. Of an Acquisitions Incorporated. That sounds like... That sounded really familiar. That, yeah, that, honestly, that does ring a bell. Yeah. Hmm. Don't, don't you work for them? Uh, I mean, I don't work is a strong word. Assist. Have you... Have you been to that cloning facility, Omid? Uh, well, they, they did drive me out of it using clones of me. Yeah, um, someone which, shouldn't be. Which I thought was rude. Yeah, you shouldn't be cloning so much. Well. Because maybe that's maybe a bad idea. It's a, I mean, it's, it's a hobby. It's not, it's, not, mm. it's, it's not what I'm into anymore. Now it's, it's miniatures wargaming, and it's, so, it's, it's all above board. Tiny clones. Well, yeah. <laughs> A different kind of 3D different. printing now. Got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So there is another facility like this in Waterdeep in the home office of Acquisitions Incorporated? That is what the prick said. <laughs> so it seems like we should just strix, blow up the building, go to the Feywild, find the Megacorn Glade, have some fun, maybe go on some rides, maybe not. Go back to Waterdeep, blow up the home office, go home. I love that you have put a vacation in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's I have I have a difficult time, and I know that you've had the same issue. Yeah. I have a hard time um, figuring out when to relax. <laughs> and um, you know my this is technically my spring break. Exactly right. I was right. supposed to be relaxing, and instead I decided to come save you from prison to, to get some credits in saving your dad. I think this counts as an extracurricular or volunteer charity case. I don't uh, know. I mean, I'll I'll write whatever letter you want me I'll, to write. No, I'll just write it. You can just sign it. Yes, uh, like usual. This is a system that's yeah. worked for us in the past. Yeah. Now, what what I'm gonna say may shock you, but if there is a clone engine that I did not make, I can't stress that enough. Uh -huh. If there is a secondary clone engine, we might want to handle that before we go to Disneyland. Where's Disneyland? It's in, it's in the Feywild. Oh. <laughs> well, what do you think, uh, Diamond? I mean, what's, what's, what's your position on all this? Or maybe you can just go blow it up with your horn or whatever. <laughs> Just point your horn at it. 
That, give it a little boop, boop. That is not the nature of my magic. The most I could do is distract many of them with delight. That might be, that might be enough, actually. I like that. Yeah. Mm. If you, distract me with you, delight. Yeah, if you can tantalize a few of these motherfuckers while we um, head in there and sort of, you know, pull the guts of this thing out. I mean, I know somebody who does shit like this. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would rather not fight a bunch of, like, clones of you, potentially. Well... Are you saying that would be weird to kill your dad a hundred times? That's to your uh, credit, daughter. I've taught you well. Go ahead and make a unicorn confidence check. <laughs> One D and D. It's got it all, folks. A charisma, a charisma persuasion check. All right. With advantage because of freeing. Yes, because of all the nice things I did for this creature. All right, plus five. Here we go. Ooh. Okay, 23. And advantage. Jow! Okay. All right, no. The first one's good. Let's stick with that. Um, that is a 23 uh, unicorn persuasion check. She gazes at each of you with her starry eyes. I, I look away. <laughs> no, no, <it's> like, <laughs> I do not look away. <laughs> you match. It has been eons since I have seen adventure. Today. Oh shit. I shall go on one. <gasps> oh, now it's, it's about to, it is about to pop. All right. We recruited the megacorn. We mega recruited corn. the megacorn. Mega <laughs> Here, and I see there's, there's, there's just a few forms you got to fill out, and you're oh my god, and you're ready to go. You're ready to to jump in. It's for your protection. Very, very good. Don't don't do that. Sign those. She she looks at the size of the Cosmo Hopper, looks down at herself, and goes. Ooh and begins to shrink, and two of her legs vanish, and her other two legs reform, and suddenly there is a luminous elven woman before you. Evelyn's jaw just hits the floor. With a gown that appears to be made of the most delicate cobwebs, and she has a tiara with flowers on her hair. And, and she holds her hand out, with ha which has a luminous Ooh. diamond upon it. What the? And she says, you may kiss my ring. No. For I, I am Celestiana, the Duchess of Delight. No. Don't do it. Do it, do it. Don't take, do it! Takes Ow. her hand, kisses the ring, and then weaves her fingers into the hand, and just hold hands. Then just holds her hand. We don't even know this. You know, kiss strangers' ring, wink rings from the And just stands wild. right next to her, kind of like this. <laughs> so glad. I guess we're multi-classing into warlock. Found <laughs> happiness. Come with me, my sweet one. No, no. And holding your hand, she strides onto the Cosmo Hopper. I follow. I'm not letting go of that hand. 
At some point during this exchange, Vi lit a cigarette. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Vi. Uh, honey, I don't know how you do it. I'm still wondering how I got caught up in your adventures. Mm. You're looking like that. You're coming with somebody. <laughs> mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Evelyn high fives, Bobby. Hey. hey, we're winning. We're winning. Mm -hmm. Stay. This LeBron guy is great for us. Lathander. <laughs> we are definitely going to need a cheese-filled vacation when Ooh. this is all over. Ooh, Philly. Well, okay. Mm. <laughs> that was too adult. That was, I'm gonna, I, I had to stop myself. I was getting ready to cover my ears. Yeah, I, I just got a vasectomy a couple weeks ago. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna let's talk about that. We, <laughs> we should. Yeah. Post. So, honey, back to Waterdeep then. Yes. With our new party member, the Duchess of Delight. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 who we want to roll with for sure. Uh, by six. Yes. By um. I. We don't know who that is. We don't know if that's a god or a unicorn. We don't know. They're asked to kiss a ring. That's danger. That looks, that's danger. I think we have just invited an archfey into our I'm group. I'm just saying. Yes. This is bad. I'm holding okay. an archfey. All right. <laughs> We're on the same page then. It's fine. Now, you have to understand, in my case, if it gets all too topsy-turvy, I'm, I'm out of here. I mean, sense. With you, of course, Bob. Well, I'm following. Yeah. <laughs> I've been training. I'm getting some paladin stuff going on. We'll, we'll get to it. Well, I have to follow Evelyn everywhere so that she doesn't die because she's my friend. And then Evelyn, I assume, reminds you to eat. <laughs> Evelyn takes Strix's hand, too. So she's holding the Archfey's hand and the Sorcerer's hand and swinging them happily. I, I, I just, as a, as a, as a side, because it seems like everybody else is very focused and there's, they're having their, old, their whole thing. This is an incredible opportunity for a team meeting. Um, <laughs> at Mandragore University, did you ever do a, a research thing or maybe like a summer camp or something in the Feywild? A little bit, yeah. When they say arch fey, yeah. is that... Is that like a is that like a lot of fey? I mean, like, how much fey are we talking here? Like, they're pretty up there, right? Like, because if you look at the root of the word arch, right, typically denotes going upward. And the if yeah. you look at the root of uh, the, height, is definitely going to be part of it. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, I have a theory. Yeah, I'd love to hear more. So, di diamond sounds like a. a a, a dancer at a club. Um, Duchess of Delight. Diamond Duchess, Duchess, Duchess of Delight. Duchess of Delight. Yeah. That this was a no, her, dream. Her, her name is not Diamond. Her name is Chipotle. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I mean, get it, obviously. Said that it was like yeah. a, a dream Feywild. Oh, the one that we went to? Yeah. Like, it's not real. I don't think. But I have this but yeah. adorable plushie. That, that is real. Right? And if I... If she's a danger and I hug it, she'll just like explode, right? Like, cause if there's only two things they care about, right? And it's you and right. Ak Inc. Yeah. And if Ak Inc's in danger and I hug this, and if she's a danger to us, then she just won't exist anymore. But I don't know if it's real, cause it's like the wish version. We've been dealing with the wish version of a lot yeah. of things right well, now. Well, you can save a lot. I mean, 
mass production, lowering in quality, but sometimes making a boutique item for a collector willing to pay a premium price. Like, when absolutely. you look at the absolutely. Warhammer minis, yeah. people say they're expensive, but if you look at the quality that you're getting for the price, oh, yeah. um, anyways, anyways. Are all of us um, staring at them? Like all of us are just watching them have this conversation. Should I just squeeze it and see what happens? I think that you need to have it ready to squeeze. Okay. But I squeeze it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just hug it like while making eye contact with my dad. <laughs> tighter and tighter and tighter. Seeing you hugging it, the Duchess of Delight looks over at you and she says, My child. It will only respond when you are truly in danger. She's good then. She passed the vibe check. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. Okay, you and I are good now. I just had, I just had to be sure. You know? <laughs> or did she like, we don't know you? Exactly right. <laughs> or did she just say that? Because if you had actually uh, fully hugged it, she'd be annihilated. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think it's unlikely. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's probably fine. It's not fine. Right. Yeah, you're cool right now. I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about our HR onboarding process. Right. There's oh my God. an orientation. Um, there's a packet that I'm going to need you to sign. Uh, you have hands now. That makes it easier. Uh, there's a few visions that you're going to need to watch um, in the pool, obviously, at the home office. But yeah. since we're going there to destroy it, let's just make sure you watch those first. Or perhaps like this hand-holding. Technically, on, that's not like HR-wise. Oh, absolutely not. That's that's definitely. There's a video about that, like workplace conduct. What is appropriate and like making people kiss your ring and stuff. That's <laughs> right. I mean, that's yeah. We phased that out a while I, ago. Like I, it's, I, I haven't <laughs> seen any of those videos. That's or signed a contract. That's caliente. Well, then you can hold hands then. <laughs> oh, okay, good. So I may continue to hold her hand until I sign the papers. As long as Evelyn's not an employee, I suppose it's okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not an employee. But when we talk about power structures and grooming and stuff, I've done <laughs> housekeeping since being onboarded into AI, and like, yeah, you need to chill with telling people to kiss your ring and shit. <laughs> it's, it's a little, it's a little, this a is, much. This you know? is helpful information. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a little, yeah, it's a little hee hee. Yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's a little old guard. We don't, absolutely. We don't do absolutely. But obviously she's not an employee for yeah. reasons we will discuss. Reasons, this makes it easier for me to take your place. For reasons we will discuss. Privately. At the, at the senior management retreat. That is just going to be the two of us. Right. Yes. Is it in the Feywild? It's not. Not this year. <laughs> no. Sorry. No. Okay, where are we going? Chipotle. <laughs> um, it's time. <laughs> Vi looks at you. <laughs> So we're going back to Waterdeep, huh? Yes, absolutely. I don't want to go. And I think that you know where. 
Where exactly would you like us to land? There is a canonical sculpture park right across the street. I know the park. Very good. Everyone get on board. Make sure you please leave nothing behind. I make sure, sure the mint coin is with me. <laughs> oh, just bring it, bring it up on the dais. Yes, I'm like, come on, it's okay. Um, can I, is the clone Bobby is just laid prone on the ground. Can I run his pockets real quick and see if he had anything useful? You do find, as you're rooting through the pockets of yourself, uh, several freshly wrapped packages of sharp cheddar. Ooh. Oh, that's it? With that, with that wax paper? Ooh. Oh, like a shit. starburst. That's I also, I... But savory. I noticed that Mintacoin is having trouble with their, their movements, so I'm just picking up after them as they go and putting those away. <laughs> For so, safekeeping. Yeah, canonically, I'll just hold those. <laughs> Those platinum pieces? Yeah, those. Oh, Evelyn, thanks for cleaning up his poopy dupes. Yeah, no worries. I appreciate it. Those are totally worthless. Maybe she is ready for a mega corn. Yeah. She's already on it. Exactly right. You, you, you have to work up. Yeah. Gotta start with a pet rock. Well, my friends, please get on board. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely ready to go. I'm on the ship, but I'm so far away from the arch bay. I am just so far away. Like, the, like hanging off of the Cosmo Hopper, like outside. But I'm holding both of your hands, so I guess then it's like... <laughs> it's a metaphor, really. Yeah. yeah. But it's also a literal. Vi stands on the accelerator, and she says, punch it. And she, she hits the buttons, and all around you there is swirling light, sparkling stars oh, all around you. Ooh. And as you go through the interdimensional space that the Cosmohopper always travels through, all of you lose time for a moment. Except for you. No, I also lose it. <laughs> I lose it as well. And just as before, when you have passed through this strange extra-dimensional space that the Cosmo Hopper uses, there is a faint smell of brimstone around you, and the starry landscape around you vanishes, Omen, and instead you are a room entirely of red curtains. <laughs> and seated with a martini glass, wearing a silk nightcoat, swirling his drink, is Asmodeus, <gasps> Lord of the Nine Hells. No. Two little horns perched on his forehead, he sips his drink, and he says, Omen, omen, omen. That you summoned me. You summoned me by not abiding by the terms of our agreement. You agreed when I assisted you quite some time ago and saved you and your friends as you passed through the far realm. You agreed that you would accept my infernal infern into your number. Twice now, <laughs> you have banished 
tiny team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hades is hat. <laughs> a hat you still carry on your person. Well, as a as an obeisance to you, Lord. I am not generally known for being forgiving, but I am willing to renegotiate. What say you to 49%? And I, I assume that I, just, I, don't get, I don't get anything else, I just... You just get more soul, and then you. You. But you, you, you're earnest, and like I don't. You haven't like. You haven't thought about this super hard. You're you're threatening me. With a, a greater share of soul acquisition, with what? You're you're going to destroy your own investment. That seems foolhardy, doesn't it? I don't know where the threat vector is here. I don't know where the calculation is. Ah. Gentlemen do not lead with threats. I agree, and that's why I think it's weird that you're doing it. <laughs> so, let me put it this way. If you do not accept my minion the third time he approaches you, or you do not agree to a 49% stake in your soul, then I will have no choice but to change my dealings and approach perhaps your daughter. <gasps> this is like a whole different level of inheriting debt. <laughs> I wish I was a gold digger instead. It would have been worked out better for me than being a I lucky made zero money so ducky, far. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the mint a coin? Yeah. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> you have three choices. Accept the intern. Give me 49% of your soul, or more than 50%, and the whole equation changes. Or we walk away from our agreement, and I begin dealing with certainty. I think... Why is there hesitation? I'm not even talking to you with certainty right. Jerry! <laughs> All the games we've played together. I think you could beat him. Don't make me cry. <laughs> I don't like this imp you keep sending to me. I will accept another intern, but Tiny Tim 
is mid. He <laughs> 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 just said your intern scuffed. <laughs> Give me someone else. We do have many promising candidates in our infernal internship program. I'm glad to hear it. And I don't just want it to be Tiny Tim with a different hat. You know what I mean? Because I'll know. Now, or, or, this hat on a different intern. The hat, hat, the hat can't be part of the calculation. What say you? So you I mean, will, you will somewhere in one of these nine hells of yours, you've got to have somebody that doesn't suck shit. <laughs> Unless that's one of the things they do in one of those hells. <laughs> then it's fine, but... I think it's a, the fourth level? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shit suckers. Leave the hat on the table there. With ease. Ugh. And a new intern shall appear at a time of my choosing. Marvelous. That's great news. It's been a real pleasure. I, if you ever say her name again, if you ever say her name again, you know as well as I do that mortals have certain limitations of capacity, but you know every story that I do where they come out on top. Mm. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm so lucky I didn't gamble away my ability to cry. <laughs> I see you, Omandron. And though my heart might be cold, and the torments I have seen endless, even I can admire loving passion. Go from this place before my mood changes and I disintegrate you. All right, I just, I turn around, is this the door, or? <laughs> It's on the other side of the curtain. Okay. Well. He says in the room that is all curtains. <laughs> God, let's say that it takes seven and a half minutes. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's been real. <laughs> I find what I think is a door, but I guess we'll see. That one's a closet. Keep nah. going. All right. Yeah, I look around in there and I say, yeah, this is my cane. Uh, and this and this. Oh, I do, a little, I do some props work, like <laughs> a couple of minutes. I pull up the cane up to my ear like it's a phone. Like, hello? It's like, it's too big. I put that back in there. All right, yeah, I'll, I got it. Hang on. Five more minutes. <laughs> Eventually, I'm behind the curtain, and you can't see me at all. You just see me. You just see the curtain <laughs> rustling with the clanking of the armor. 
and then I, at this point, I'm just running my hand along the wall trying to find the door. Okay, I got it. I say this three minutes before I find it. Three and a half minutes <laughs> later, you find the door. All right, yep, this is it. This is it. I'm going to remember where this is for next time. It's right over here. It's on this side. As you pass through the door, you hear his silky voice say simply, Walk bravely, Omendran. And time resumes. And as the stars continue to shimmer around you, they suddenly stop. And the Cosmohopper manifests in the middle of the, in the sculpture park. Statuary. People scream and flee. <laughs> And you can see that it is just after sunset here in this great city of Waterdeep. You can see Mount Waterdeep with the sun setting beyond it, the great walking statues looming in the dusk light. Lights turning on inside the buildings around you and the airships still patrolling the skies, all bearing the symbol of Drawn Enterprises. But what now takes your attention is the home office, the building that once served as the center of Acquisitions Incorporated before the company was lost some years ago when you began your journey across the cosmos that took you through the far realm to Ravnica, mm. to Hell, to the Feywild, to Waterdeep, and now back, back to Waterdeep again. <laughs> yeah. Here, the home office, where it doesn't look the way you remember it. Isn't there a parking spot gone? There are no parking spots anymore. Dude, that's how you know it's a dark future. Instead, <laughs> instead outside, oh, no. nah. <laughs> there are carnival concession stands. And over the main entrance into Acquisitions Incorporated, where it once said Acquisitions Incorporated, it now says in garish lettering, Clown Palace. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> the reaction Clown, you didn't what? get from Strix ripping out that machine's heart, you get now, it's just, <gasps> I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. I can't look at it. I can't oh, no, look at it. I can't of, look at it. Got, like I'm lots cry. of bird baths and stuff. Oh my god. Go, go throw oh up on those birds. Oh my god. Just go over there and throw up and puke on those birds. Is this the rebranding? It's awesome. What? Oh. Can I? That's can I not buy cool. The it's Duchess great. some cotton candy with my plaque that I got. Don't support that business, Evelyn. What, they're, wow, gonna, they're gonna break up. You're gonna break a plat for some cotton candy? Yeah. Oh. You're gonna need a bag. What Duchess wants, Duchess gets. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. That's fine. That makes sense, actually. Bobby, as, as Evelyn walks over to get cotton candy for the Duchess of Delight, <laughs> you have a sudden sinking feeling because there's something you notice that no one else does about these carnival booths and the clowns who are employed in them. 
they all have the symbols of the Rakdos cult on them from Ravnica. <laughs> I've been training. This is the same cult that almost killed your best friend, Elm. I feel like as we walked in, everybody had their reactions, and yeah. I've been very jovial for a very long time, and I've been training to try to become more one with the light, but I feel everything coming back, and I feel like I'm about to get real violent. <laughs> Righteous violence sometimes is necessary. Can I, can I approach, or talk, speak to the Duchess, ask her if she knows what these symbols are, if she's familiar with Ravnica? I have heard the name of that city, but I have never visited it. For I have heard told that it is far, far away beyond the stars. Well, where I'm from, they don't really uh, personify happiness and cotton candy and fun. So I feel like things are about to get kind of bad. She scans her starry eyes across the booths and she looks at you and quiets her voice even more. Oh yes, I would say easily a half of them are demons. <gasps> Is that Do I hear that? <laughs> yes. Hey, so we have a problem. Axe, yeah. <laughs> sword. Drop your cotton candy. Roll initiative. Oh no! Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like across. I'm still looking at this statue. I'm still. I'm like. I'm like holding back Certainty's hair so she can throw up in this bird bath. As we're figuring out, we're gonna fight. I go, cheese daddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's it. Dude, that's Bobby. 20. Four. Four. Evelyn. Seven. Strix. Eighteen. Nice. Also, I eat Evelyn's cotton candy off the ground. <laughs> Three. Ooh. Certainty. Nat 20. No. <laughs> and I'm going to roll for the Duchess of Delight. Yeah, I bet, I bet she's got some numbers. You know what I'm talking about? She's like a god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now let's Initiative see five times. what is up with the clowns. Roll to fuck you up. <laughs> Certainty, what do you do? I do two things. First, as my bonus action, I see that my wonderful friend is getting upset. And I give him bardic inspo in a way that only certainty would, where I'm like, they almost killed your friend. Now's your chance to man up. You gonna let these Rakdos fuckers step all over you? Is that who you are? No, no. Are you bitch made? No, I'm not bitch made. <laughs> what are you gonna do about I'm it? Strong as fuck, let's what go. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> what are you gonna do about yeah. it? Yeah, If I roll in there, are you gonna have my back? No, I'm, I'm gonna be in front of you. You're gonna be in front of me? Me All right, shield, let's, let's go. See it. And I give him a Bardigan spell. <laughs> Freaking out. And then as my action, I'm gonna cast Shatter at fourth level. 
Now, where are you targeting it? So you have... The cotton candy booth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the cotton candy booth is right near what used to be the entrance to the company that you were supposed to inherit. And so if you do shatter, would you like to center it on the cotton candy booth and get part of the entrance and part of the booth next door or take out more booths? More booths. More booths. Yeah. All right. Just wreck it up front. And instead of a loud ringing noise, I just say tacky. And it starts out quiet and just gets louder and louder and louder and louder just and over louder. Over the cobbles. Yeah. Into the alleys. Yep. And each creature... <laughs> Tacky, 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 tacky. And each creature must make a con save or take, uh, uh, oh, 48 damage. All right. They succeeded. Do they, what happens to them if they succeed? That's a good, that's a good question. Um, half. All right. Much How much damage do they take? Okay, so that's 48. So that's four, 10, uh, 15, and then math, 23. Right? Yes. Nice. Right? Chat? Yes? Chat. Sorry, I'm a chat. streamer. I'm a streamer. Yeah. I'm always going to call y'all chat. All right. As, as <laughs> there is ear. this... Yeah, even if they're here, sorry. As there is this explosion of sound, uh, Cotton candy, popcorn, little stuffies explode everywhere. <laughs> several dances. Several of the the, the clown-looking people slash demons just crumple to the ground. But right in the middle of this explosion, there is a you, what you hear is whoa, that hurt. And suddenly manifesting, and it appears it was standing there invisible, is a clown that is almost the size of an elephant with, oh, with, some with teeth that have been all sharpened to point. Oh my god! And it has cat-like eyes. Ugh. I have you for dinner. Gross. What the? <laughs> Strix. Uh-huh. I've, uh, this, uh, this isn't new. <laughs> like, zero surprise. Um, Invisible elephant clown comes out. It's like, all right, one of these. Okay. One of those demon devils. Which devil demon is this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to, let's see. There's no way to go inside and make it explode. Not this time. Not this time. It's going to happen for you again. I know. I do feel really bad because I feel like Strix is very, very distracted by the falling cotton candy. Is it still falling? Very it's like slowly. No, dude, it's like what? the dance of the sugar. Exactly, and I'm just like stop. You're just adding to the horror for me. <laughs> I do feel like I'm going to have to have a little bit of a penalty because I'm not paying attention. <laughs> That's fair. You're just casting like off. Yeah, so I'm probably just going like, uh, while grabbing some cotton candy. So I think I'm just going to cast a, uh, let's see, so it's a sacred flame, uh, which is just a cantrip on this. Sacred flame. It's green. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, never mind. It turned out. It worked out fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, it's just a cantrip, but I'm also going to grab some cotton candy in one of my hands. All right. And what is the 
saving throw that it needs to make. Uh, so it needs to do a dexterity saving throw at 17. It fails. Ha So Don't now it, it takes uh, 1d8. Oh, wait, sorry. I'm past that. So 2d8. 2d8. Boop. All right. Let's see. That's four. And uh, one. So five damage. Got him. <laughs> Whatever. I'm trying to eat. I'm stuffing cotton candy in my mouth while doing that. It it actually screams as it takes more damage than you expected as this divine radiance sears it. it oh, that not make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it says with its pointed teeth. The Duchess of Delight goes. Oh no. <laughs> let's let's see. She she falls down on all fours and suddenly blooms into her megacorn form. <laughs> I choose you. And <laughs> and her starry eyes gaze right at the door and there she points her horn in that direction, and there is a massive cone of violet light that beams outward in that, in that direction. I'm going to make a saving throw. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, they did not succeed. And, and so, so all of the carnies to the left of the entrance, as well as another giant clown that was invisible who now manifests... All of them now start dancing in place. <laughs> Yay! And they, and they are oh, all laughing uncontrollably and dancing around in circles. And they seem to be completely out of it because of her delightful magic. This is fucking horrifying. <laughs> I'm just imagining that it dance with the leg. Oh my god, this is horrible. Evelyn, what do you do? I enjoy that first. Uh, and then the, since my darling diamond Duchess of Delight seems to have that left side under control, the other elephant-sized clown is still a problem on the right side, right? Yes, and that's the one that was just bellowing because of Strix's divine radiance. Uh, I, just, I, I tap the Duchess real fast and I say, that one's a demon, right? I point at the clown. Oh, yes, John. Okay, great. Uh, and then I'm just going to take out Lightfall, my battle axe, rise into the air, and bring it down right on the clown's head. My specialty. <laughs> it's a great angle. It really is. So, first attack is going... Man, I'm rolling horrible tonight. That's an 18, though, to hit. That hits. Great. Hey, this is pretty good still. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. And I'm going to use... Um, Divine Smite, so I'm going to use one. Oh, that's the stuff, yeah. that yeah, radiant yeah, yeah, yeah. in there? Yeah, yeah. Oof. yeah. channeling the light of Lathander. Um, so I'm going to use one spell slot to add 2d8 to my damage. So my damage is, I'm using it two-handed, so it's 1d10 plus 5, which will be 11, plus... Here comes the sauce. Six. Yes, six. Remember the beast. Uh, so 17 plus 7 is 24 for my first hit. Radiant. Yeah. I think I heard plus D8, but I don't have improved Divine Smite because for some reason we're level 10 now. Oh, because it's a... You're right. It's a fiend, so I get another one. Right? Yeah. All right, plus seven. So that's 31. All right. 
Just decapitate him? <laughs> no, I was down. Oh, yes, that's true. Split yeah. in half. If, if that wasn't radiant damage, it would have survived it. But Yay, Lathander! As, as you come hewing down and the divine light shimmers around you, the clown just goes, oh, oh. <laughs> and it is dead. May you be born again in the light of a new dawn. <coughs> a horrible fiend. Actually, they're born again back in the health. They come back. Well, Just, maybe Lathander will go visit them. They won't, he won't. Right, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I have another attack, though. So, uh, is there anyone else near me? There is the other elephant-sized clown that is currently dancing. I mean, it's weird, but... It is a little weird, but I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same, I just, you know, came down, and then on this one, I'll come up. Just a big old... <laughs> and you have advantage on this attack roll, because oh, yeah, it's so busy dancing. With the cotton candy falling still. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be 17 plus 9, so 26 to hit. You hit. All right. Uh, base damage is going to be only uh, 6, but we'll add Divine Smite again. So that's going to be uh, 13, uh, 16, and then 5 is 21 radiant. God. <laughs> Again. Exactly. If it weren't radiant, it would have survived it. But because that's doubled, it is also toast. <laughs> We're talking about a situation where cotton candy is slowly falling on a demon's internal organs. Mm. Floating around. Oh, yeah. Covered yeah. In, the, in the blood spray mist, too. And mm -hmm. I, I turn to make sure that the Duchess is watching. <laughs> she nods her head in approval. I brushed some cotton candy out of my eye. <laughs> oh, my God. Kirk ah, ah. says, wait, wait, sorry. I'm, it's the abyss. Demons <laughs> go to the abyss, not the hells. I was confused. <laughs> and You're drawing a diagram? It's <laughs> like in the sand. As you say this, strange fungus is rapidly growing on the giant corpses, and you can see them decomposing before your eyes. It's like, wow. it's like that camera footage that's oh, set yeah. up. Is the fungus eating the cotton candy to grow? The cotton like candy is actually landing and then kind of growing on top ah, of the fungus. Ah, I spit it out! <laughs> 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 No! Bobby, all there, you see no more of these giant clowns. The, the carnies over on the right are, have, are running for their lives while the ones on the left dance. In the middle, you can see that Certainty's shatter spell not only hit the guards that were there, but also must have hit the double door as well, because it's actually beginning to move inward, and you can see a bit of a shatter pattern on it where your spell hit. And you can see into the clown palace, into a large corridor that has funhouse mirrors on either side. Oh, no. But beyond that, what really catches your eye is a giant gathering of people who must be in perhaps an atrium deeper in the Clown Palace, and there is fire rumbling, and you can actually, as you see this, feel the earth beginning to shake under your feet. All of you feel this. What the hell are they doing? Mm. Yeah. Are we, I don't think we're in Waterdeep. Anymore. Yeah. 
Besides the Rakdos clowns, everything else looks like Waterdeep. And the, and the street is rumbling. And you can also see, as you look up at the building, that a pointed, missile-like thing is beginning to rise up out of the center of the building. What? Do they have a tactical nuke <laughs> we, Yeah, I mean, I, that, I don't remember. I mean, I'm not going to say I never considered it. Obviously, the costs were prohibitive at the time. Um, but and no. We just didn't have the space. That's not mine. You know how it is. Room, well, know. no, exactly right. Yeah. Zoning law. And they need that. Now, there's the nursing room, yeah. obviously, so. Times have changed. We're progressive yeah, now. Exactly right. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's 1497. We're changing with the time. Okay, so. <laughs> Do you ever know what they're talking about? Yeah. No, okay. not at all. I was, I was thinking about whether or not that was, if it was a demon, then well, they'd be mad at me, but like, but then, you know, Asmodeus, isn't it? Asmodeus, it's a devil. Okay, aren't you related or something? No, we're not related. I, I called him my dad once, but that wasn't true. Mm. <laughs> it was euphemistic. <laughs> oh, we're in trouble, that's all I'm saying. Okay. All right, so. Okay. so, so this so, missile's coming up in. Like out the of building the top or of the We're all just having side conversations. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is going up. It the missile is beginning to protrude from the center of the building. And is someone whose turn it is going to do something about that? <laughs> I, listen, I already killed all my demons. You know what I mean? So, so this is it, is it projecting up from the top of the building? Yes. Oh, jeez. And Bobby, looking down the main hallway, you can actually see flames coming from oh, underneath God. this thing inside the building. What the f how, how tall is the roof of this building? Oh, this building is easily eight stories high. So if you had... But, and you also have a clear shot down the hallway Ooh. to whatever this thing is. Down through the base of the building, I guess. But if I can jump three times higher than my normal distance, and I have a javelin that might shoot me even further, I could go attack it from the top. Because the fire would mess me up if I ran underneath it. So I mean, I'm going to attempt to pole vault. Ooh. Up onto the top of this thing, and then see what happens. All right. <laughs> so you can move 30 feet, right? Yeah. I'm in the air. Can I aid him? So using using your boots that were enhanced by Vi, striding and springing, and she sees you doing it, and she's like, "That's right, honey." <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, and what the fuck is that? She says, <laughs> looking at this missile yeah. protruding from the roof of the Clown Palace. I said, whatever it is, it can't be good, so we should probably do something about it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of it. I'll be back. She goes with the morning star. I'm just gonna bang on it a few times, and it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna bang on the most dangerous yeah. part of it, and I'm sure it'll be great. Ding, ding. I got a rope. I can latch onto something. There we go. Uh, what, what should I roll for the, to, to jump up there? Acrobatic your strength again? My strength is uh, 20. Just give me a strength athletics check. Okay. Do you want to rage? Uh, yes, I can rage right now. Yeah, I'd like to rage. And then. Right, so you have advantage. Roll this. Six, we'll roll it again. Uh, ah! <laughs> now we're talking. Yes. That's the one. As I. See this coming out of the, the top of the building, it's starting to protrude, and I know that I've got one shot. <laughs> one opportunity. One chance. <laughs> this morning I ate mom's spaghetti, I'm feeling real good. <clears throat> it's cobblestone, correct? 
Yes. Which is helpful in this situation. I run, my javelin gets stuck right in the cobblestone. It launches me right to the top of this building, and as I'm coming down on top of it, I latch on and hug it to make sure that my grip is good, and I'm there. Oh, boy. <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, just going with what I know. Yeah. Morning star, baby. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you said no? <laughs> it's okay, Bobby's reckless. I'm gonna take my morning star and take the tip of it and smash it into the tip of whatever this thing is. Oh no! All right. Give me, give me an attack roll. I hope this isn't. Yeah. I like Bobby. Don't die. Yeah, we're gonna see how much further you can fly. <laughs> I'll be okay. Uh, so eleven plus where we go strength. Yeah. But no, so okay, sixteen. You hit? That's great. Great. Well, what happens now? Let's roll damage. Okay. You can add the bardic inspo die to your damage because College of Valor. That's right. This is what we oh, like. Add, it, add an extra D8. An extra D8. Okay, so we'll do this for boy twice. Yeah. And oh, hell uh, yeah. I've got plus three on this too, so. So seven plus three plus, you said three? Uh, or another D8. Oh, mm -hmm. So ten. Two, five, You hit and there is a loud clang that echoes down into the structure below and you see a little bit of a crack start to form. And as you do this, you see through the little bit of the crack that is opening up that inside whatever this thing is, it seems to be filled with people. What? Guys, there's people in here! <laughs> and, and the people you're looking at, you see three omens, and they look what? like they're asleep inside this missile. This is a big experience for you. <laughs> That's a lot to Omen, ask. what do you do? I mean, I have no idea. I don't even know about any of that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even, I don't know what's inside the missile. I didn't even install this missile. It's not my missile. You can, you can see whatever this thing is rising up through the roof, and you can also feel the rumbling in the street. And the and door... you just said people, not omens, right? Oh, uh, yeah, well, because I didn't know there were omens yet, but at the, the point that yeah. I saw omens... Cheese daddy! <laughs> we got hella cheese daddies in this thing. <laughs> I mean, honestly, for you, that's a plus. Huge. More cheese for me. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to run out. You got mega cheese. Um, this is not a monster in the classic sense, right? I mean, we can, we, I think we can all agree on that. Um, I can't banish it because he's on there and also it's not a creature. Uh, it's not made out of stone. I mean, that's really a go-to for me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Metal. Listen, I, we've had this metal stone <laughs> conversation before. <clears throat> so... Essentially, we can see that like flames are beginning to like spit out of the base. So they're willing to destroy the whole building to launch this thing. It seems like. <sighs> Shit. How do I get? How do I get up there? Um, it's too high, and I, I can't jump like some people. <laughs> um, I don't have a company like some people. Yeah. Jeez. Here. So here's what I would. But it's some kind of an alchemical thing in there. I wonder if I can put it out. I wonder if I can put the, the flame from the thrust out underneath. The light, right? 
The flame is green. Oh, it's green flame. There you go. I'm thinking about like a like a create like exactly right. This is what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. It might be fun. Yeah, exactly. Here, so this is really dumb and bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna run straight in and see if I can if I can get like eyes on the the base of this like the actual operational structure in the base. I know that it's bad and dumb. I mean, I just I want to make sure that everybody knows. I mean, like fire. I mean, it's historically it's it's been a bad time. But you you run down the grand hallway of Funhouse Mirrors. No. One 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 step. <laughs> really you're funny, stretched. The next step you're squished. <laughs> the next step you're upside down. The next step you're sideways. And this just goes on and on as you run in deeper into the clown palace. Until you get into this vast atrium where, sure enough, a missile that is over eight stories tall filled because here you can see on the lower levels that the lower levels of this missile are transparent and inside there are pods filled with clones of you and your companions. And on the upper levels of the atrium on balconies behind large, what look like almost crystalline structures, shielding them from the yeah, fire. Exactly. You see employees of Drawn Enterprises. You see members of the Rakdos blood cult. You see Kellick on one of the balconies. Oh, no. And Inside? Yes, up on one of these balconies. And standing next to him, there is this whole king demonic-looking figure with two lesser figures standing next to it with little signs that say on them, the great Lord Rakdos. <laughs> and then on the other side of him, sitting in a throne, sipping champagne, is your sister. <gasps> And, yeah. and, and Portentia, almost certainly. And as Portentia gazes down at you, her voice somehow magnifying in this space, even through these crystalline blast shields, she says, Dear brother, late as always, you might have destroyed our Revel's End facility, but it just sped up our operations here. And thanks to our friends from Ravnica who followed your cosmic trail back to Faerun, while you wild away your years there, we are about to launch our greatest triumph, the clone missile that will Seed our minions all over the Sword Coast, and Drawn Enterprises' control will be complete. And that is where we will end. Oh, you oh, that was great. <laughs> great. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for this night of Dungeons and Dragons. All right. Now, gathered throng. What a pleasure it has been to bring Acquisitions Incorporated 
Back to you. Uh, we had some help doing that. Of course, you might have seen uh, all the spell and D&D uh, &D information coming up on the D&D Beyond. We're more than happy. It's never been easier. Um, we're more than happy to have them back as a sponsor. Now, uh, obviously, D&D is growing. You saw the video. Um, a second up, we are super, super pleased to be working with local indie powerhouse Lightbox Games, uh, Knight's Edge stuff. Uh, for Jim is in there right now. If you use the code PAXWEST, you can get the Jim Dark Magic cosmetic in there. Uh, I have run my phone down three times during the show playing it in bed. It's very, very good. Level Up Dice has supported us for years and years and years as we have traveled the world. Uh, their dice are really, really cool. Of course, they have a booth on the show floor you can check out or on their online store. And Resolution Games makes a really, really cool game uh, called uh, Demio. That is basically like a, see, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's so good. It's basically a dungeon crawl tactics game that you can play with your friends in VR or out or any mix of it. Um, until next time, thank you so much.